them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay. Here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today we got quite a bit to talk about. So we're going to get started quickly. But before we get started, per usual, Jalen, how's life going? What's what's going on? What you been playing? What you been up to? What you been doing? Talk to the people. Nah, I know me, man. Not just playing. Nah, uh... Shoot, I mean, not much. Um, just trying to accomplish some of these New Year goals. My boy Deontay trying to check in every thirty first or thirtieth or twenty eighth, however many days in that month. But um, yeah, nah. So just New Year, uh, like resolutions and stuff like that. I've been really trying to emphasize consistency. Um, people is cooking me because I couldn't touch my toes and stuff like that. But um, rest yeah. assured that I can touch my toes. That's part of my little goal and stuff. But I'm trying to make sure. I get that flexibility in. That's usually like one of the first things to go. That elasticity within your muscles or within your like joints and stuff like that. Um, I guess muscle through to some capacity, but um, yeah, just some of that, man. So I'm about to turn thirty this year. I know that you know so I might get a little stiff. I already got my cane pre-ordered and all that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just working on that. Um, trying to hoop more, uh, work out a lot more consistently. Those sorts of things. So um not a whole lot you know just taking it day by day um as far as like games i've been playing i've been fondling my steam deck a little bit more frequently um and then i I had uh started playing like mario rpg um like the little seven stars or um i don't know the specific name but it was super mario rpg though um playing the switch version trying to see how i like that game i always wanted to play like the the original uh, Super Nintendo version never really got around to doing it and stuff like that. So I'm playing the Switch version, just trying to take it for what it is. So, um, but I mean, that's pretty much it. Though. Not a whole whole lot. Okay, okay. Um, what about you, Josh? What you been up to? What you been doing? Um, what what have been up to this week? Um, I guess a lot. You know, still still got my Warframe going. Uh, Warframe. You know, that, that's still they're still hitting, but uh, we don't talk about it in a bit. But uh, biggest game of the year dropped out of nowhere, uh, so I didn't put my time <laughs> into that. Seeing, seeing what's going on, um, uh, and that's that's the 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 power world. The power uh, world, which, man. Yeah, it's a lot of people talking about it. A lot of good stuff going on. A lot of controversy going on. A lot of hating going on. Pokemon uh, clone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, unapologetic. Yeah. Unapologetic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They uh, said they 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 cleared it with the lawyers, so they good. They cleared it. Um, other than that, it's not much going on. It's it's actually starting to get really cold here in Japan. We had a little bit of snow uh this week. Uh, it didn't stay, um, but it's mm-hmm. supposed to be snowing some more this week. So uh it'll be the, the first this winter that we got snow. Uh, I know I'm like, you know, back in the US, y'all y'all got some inches, right? <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot of inches. It's basically been freeze raining, and it's been pretty bad. So if you actually look at a lot of TikTok, <laughs> which I shouldn't, but I do, uh, it's been a lot of videos, just people just sliding across the streets. Like, it's been bad. Um, this morning when I went out, um, I kind of was, I, I was sliding a little bit when I was going down a few hills, and then when I tried to actually pull into um, a parking space and get out, 
because it doesn't have any like cover um the whole mm-hmm. thing was like basically a sheet of ice and i was slipping sliding all the way to the, to the uh, building so yeah it's it's it, it's definitely crazy right now that's for sure like the whole um yeah i don't know this weather is um very weird so but i know texas got it pretty bad because they're not really prepared for yeah. any type of uh, cold weather but yeah other other than that just um hanging out with the family um uh, I, I don't know if i mentioned on the podcast but uh i got a camera for christmas and i've been um just trying to take more pictures uh because me you know i'm i'm pretty much just i go to work come home hang out with my family but taking the scenic route never, more yeah take the scenic <laughs> route and <clears throat> i don't know what it is about social media and stuff but you know we've been online for like <laughs> 15 years and so like i don't i don't post a whole bunch of like daily updates online anymore but um you know still want to you know catch up with my family and friends and stuff like that so uh with the camera i'm hoping to have more deliberate like uh moments to post oh okay yeah whether it's like uh I'll, i'll post some stuff online but like for my older family See if I can do like a scrapbook or something like that, or, like me and my family, or places that we go, like actually print it out and uh, share it. Uh, so that's in the works. It's gonna it's gonna take a little bit because um, like I'm still learning how to actually use like a, a real camera. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's I guess one of my uh, goals for this year. Yeah, every time I post something online, I get unnecessary opinions from family members. So I'd be like, bro. I don't mm-hmm. want your opinion. So it, it it's an interesting, uh, yeah. So that really that's really why one of the main reasons why I stopped posting on Facebook. I was like, bro, they all over there. I was like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And, and I, I I ain't like Facebook. I don't like Facebook anyway, so it's fine. But you know, it's just like stuff like that. So, anywho, um, yeah. I mean, outside of that, I mean, I've been. What I've been doing, chilling, trying not to fall on ice, um, playing Power Worlds as well, uh, a little Prince of Persia, um, figured out a way to get it on my Steam Deck running, which we could talk about a little bit, um, and I've been watching TV, I've been going through, I've been like, every little, the moment I have to like, 30 minutes to an hour or so, I watch some Big Bang Theory, I am like, flying through that show i'm realizing that it's not as funny as i remember but it's fine it's just another one of those shows that's good background noise it's not a bad show it's just not uh office or something like that so um but i've been watching that and i'm like on season eight so i'm flying through that it's like six it's like 15 seasons though so it's a lot of seasons um but i've been watching that chilling and when i have time downtime to like where i'm like not busy but i'm busy and like it's weird i don't know it's like background noise at this point um but yeah i, I mean i'm watching that and i just been trying to play a little couple of games every now and again try to get some time in steam deck is definitely helping out with that um so i'm able to get a little sessions in every now and again um but yeah just been chilling not, not, not too much going on we have not played overwatch which is interesting we have not played that together in quite a few quite a quite a minute now it's been like two weeks or so but that's 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 yeah. a long time normally <laughs> that's a long yeah, time a for overwatch with, with Jalen, but we all been like yeah out, yeah out busy 
pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll get back to it. I mean, some other stuff that I want to play as well, but um, yeah, I got we got a lot to talk about. And some of the things I, I want to kind of share with y'all, what we're going to be talking about, in case y'all just like, wonder what the heck they're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about Power Worlds. We're going to talk about the Developer Direct, Last of Us Remastered coming out. Um, people want to charge more for games. Um, the Avatar Last Bearbender trailer, Tekken 8, Super Mario RPG, Prince of Persia, Demon Slayer trailer, Like a Dragon trying to charge and gatekeep for certain things as well. So we got a lot to talk about and we got a lot to get to. So um, let's just hop in. And I think the biggest thing that we want to talk about really is the Power Worlds. Um, so I'm going to start off with a few stats. I mean, this is like real stats this isn't made up people so they have sold over six million copies in i think what four days um that's crazy they have one point that i think the highest peak for steam alone they're not talking about game pass xbox none of that just steam 1.6 million players playing at the same time concurrent as in same time playing on this game that's like beating out counter-strike being not large, you know, large expansive games, not no early access $26 game. This is just literally uh, some uh, um, uh, like a mashup of a bunch of different games, but it's 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 peaking everyone's interest. And I know why it's literally just Pokemon. Everybody wanted to play Pokemon, but they don't want to admit they all still love Pokemon. <laughs> I think that is literally the biggest reason why this thing is taking off so much. It's, I don't think it's like hate to say that, that they're building on formulas that's already been out there and proven. It's just literally certain things that are creating the attach rate that you would think only comes with a higher uh, level game that's 10 year that has a lot of large fan base and what is that fan base that Nintendo has locked to one system for a very long time? It's Pokemon. I, I, I really think that is the reason why the success is happening. And it's not to take nothing away from Power Worlds. It's just literally that is the reason. Um, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm wrong most of the time. But to me, this is shoot. This is screaming. This is a this is something that was an itch that um what pokemon company could never scratch because literally they wouldn't never make a take take a chance on anything these are people that own pcs that's playing this game heavily um and this there's a reason why this is the large market and large amount of people that's playing it now um but yeah that's a lot of success for a short period of time what are your thoughts josh um yeah, power is is complicated. Not complicated, but it's a lot of moving pieces to like why is this game successful? Because like they, mm -hmm. they dropped the trailer a couple years ago and you know it's it's a Pokemon game, but our gimmick is our Pokemon got guns and you can like put them into uh <laughs> indentured servitude and like um <laughs> capture humans and stuff like that. So it's like yes. All right, so this is a Pokemon clone, but they're doing crazy stuff with it. But like it was kinda like a meme until like it actually came out this week and people played it and was like oh oh no the game is actually kind of fun it's not yeah. it's not just a 
you know, a throwaway idea. And I think that's kind of um, its success because, like, I didn't care anything about Power Roll. Like, I like Pokemon, but I don't buy Pokemon games anymore. But, like, that's not to say that I wouldn't. It's just they don't have a product that I care about. And so with, with Power World, I saw some gameplay. It was just, like, five minutes. Um, and I thought the combat looked actually kind of fun. Uh, the concept is still crazy. But, mm. oh, this is it's kind of fun. So I'm going to buy it. I'm going to spend my two hours on Steam, and I'm going to play it and see what it's like. And from the jump, like, it feels like pretty solid like it's a it's an early access game so it's still janky and stuff like that but i was surprised that how like this actually feels like a a real game <laughs> yeah like, the, mm-hmm. this open world game kind of feels in a lot of ways better than pokemon and it's it's not exactly a one-to-one pokemon clone but obviously they have a lot of ideas clicking directly from pokemon and if you compare it to what uh arceus that came out not too long ago. Arceus, yeah. Uh, Ar- 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 yeah, Pokemon Ar- Legends Arceus. Uh, that game actually was like super similar. It's open world. You go out and you like throw the ball at the Pokemon. You hide in the grass. And that's, that's similar stuff here, but Power World is mixing in Fortnite building mm-hmm. and like base management and, and all the mechanics, i say, are pretty solid. Like, I'm surprised at how competent like the ai is for the pals or with, with like them building and stuff so it, i think it's a it's a combination of things it, it had meme status you know online memes can can be a a big boom for your business <laughs> but yeah the game it can be powerful it pretty, um it, it has sticking power like um it, it wasn't just like 15 minutes of fame uh people are actually enjoying it so it might have some legs to it uh so that that's good. That's interesting to see. Yeah. Um, out of that, a lot of controversy. Um, some of it is valid. Uh, some of it is not. But um, did you did you see any of that? Honestly, I, outside I, I of people saying that it they the server issues. Um, no, I have not seen any controversy. Um, as of yet. So I this guess fill me in. This is the biggest. Um, this is the Hogwarts legacy of the year. <laughs> um, Why? Not so it, it's a bunch of stuff. One, I'll start with the like the one that I don't, I don't really agree with. One is the plagiarism. They're like, oh, they stole directly from Pokemon, and you shouldn't support it because of that. And like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. It yeah, is I disagree with that as ideas well. from Pokemon, uh, but there are a lot of games that. The only reason yeah. that they exist is because they take ideas from other games and kind of improve on it. Like the whole genre of fighting games, like somebody plays Street Fighter, oh, we want to make a Street Fighter, so we're gonna steal from it, and then you get yeah. a whole bunch of other fighting games. Same thing. And Pokemon. I mean, you can look at Tintin. You can look at Nino Kuni. You can look at plenty any monster fighting game and say that they have yeah, derived even, something um, from Pokemon. That's not the case. Some like was sharing like designs of pokemon was like the original 150 pokemon are copies off of like dragon quest which came first yeah <laughs> and so you know take that idea and evolve on it there's nothing wrong with that um but yeah a lot you're gonna see a lot of pokemon fans like crying about that like they stealing from it and that's wrong uh they want pokemon company had a success they already have the success they just haven't innovated on anything like this is not the game that's going to be made by a pokemon company so what are they copying truly all they're doing is we're in, innovating on the 
on an IP that was stagnant for a very long time. There's nothing that they added additionally outside of the, you know, going 3D and it sucked. I mean, I can be honest, to me it sucked. I will not yeah. put that out publicly that everybody hated it. I hated it because I felt like it was boring. And then most of the time when I interacted with what they were doing in it, it did not feel as if the Pokemon company put in much effort. Um, and, and literally, yeah. And somebody else come in and do it better. And steal and, your lunch. That's, that's, that's on you, yeah, man. That's, uh, that's not Pokemon company fault. I mean, realistically, they're not going to be hurt by Power World, but they're going to no. be jealous. They, yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> they're going to be jealous. Like, this is a lot of money to be uh, over the over a course of four days to be making. Um, but this isn't even, like, heavy microtransactions. This isn't something like that where... They have this, I mean, they could implement some of that stuff later on down the line, but this is like a buy one thing and then you kind of just play the game. Um, I'm trying to figure out where they're going to monetize additionally, but right now they don't. It's not like that. It's just literally a game that you can play um, and kind of t- kind of fight for the, I guess, the survival of the, the, the region where you kind of go take on these bosses and stuff like that. But there is like a, yeah. I, I guess there is an ending to it. It's not like an online forever type situation. To me, it's not. It doesn't look like that. That's yeah. where I feel it like. Has a, you know, beginning, middle, and end, I guess, for this version yeah. and, you know, how they expand on it. We'll and the future then. is something different. But this right now is like, this is rare. But yeah, yeah. if they continue so that the... way, um, I think it would be, you know, just another one of those things where uh yeah they they kind of make they have enough they make enough profit to kind of keep reiterating on their ip but i don't know i i I don't see what their what the jealousy would come from they would never make this game not where you enslaving well i wouldn't call it enslaving but you're you're basically getting workers they're doing stuff and then you're going out shooting people with guns i don't think this would ever be made by pokemon company so why are they upset about it yeah it's it's something that like Pokemon has like in the games and they lore they talk about it's been Pokemon wars and people that use Pokemon to like go to war and, and kill each other and stuff like that. But you never seen any of that type of stuff in Pokemon. So it's like that's not what Pokemon Company is ever gonna do. So if a game wants to come in and explore that like idea, I think that's completely free because like nobody's gonna ever do that. Um so it's a good idea, a good concept. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of that I say is is just hating on like Pokemon fans or Nintendo fans side. Um, but it was like three big controversies at the same time. That, that's like the 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 most base level one. The second one, I was it was been very confusing, and you see a lot of people um talk about it online, mainly with like Twitch people and like um them getting a lot of hate and uh for playing the game and that's because it's been rumors that this game uses some sort of uh, ai uh generation tools for some of their work and you know i don't the like i bought the game i played it for two hours and then i went online and then i started seeing all this other stuff basically the ceo he loves ai uh generation jet gpt ai art ai everything so like that he he loves it he thinks it's really cool and a lot of people are like, well, if he if he loves it, that means he's going to use it for his game. And then it was like, oh, well, how did they come up with the ideas for these pals? Are they AI generated? 
and maybe they are, maybe they not. Uh, but the the whole point is that day one, the people came out, oh, they're using AI art, and then day two was like, okay, well, actually, there's no proof of that, and people are just like putting out stuff that we don't have any proof of. And so now at this point, there is no proof or there's no like, there's only speculation that we know mm-hmm. that the, the CEO likes AI, but we don't know what actually, what work went into the game. So I'd say at least, you know, I think the AI art and generation is going to be shake up the game industry probably for the worse in, in the sense where people going to lose jobs as games are still going to get more expensive. But, you know, there's no proof that this game has done that. And there are a lot of games that are interested, like Ubisoft said, they're interested, Square Enix is interested. So it's not Power World so far, but, you know, maybe in a couple of days we come out, we hear some stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah that one is controversial, but I, I say, like, jumping the gun on it was kind of, like, not... Not cool. Not the move. And and people are now, like, still, you know, if, if Deontay went on Twitch right now, he's streaming it, you might get some people like, why are you supporting this game, blah, 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 you're a bad person. It's like, that y'all overdoing it for, for this. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that's the, the yeah. The one thing that I will say is kind of uh, suspect, and they could probably get in trouble for, is um. From that, people are really, really investigating the game, and they're looking at the piles and the designs of them, mm-hmm. and there's some evidence that they might that some of them might have actually gone to a Pokemon game, downloaded the characters put them in a 3D program, and traced over them. Uh, and if that's the case, then that's kind of like actually stealing. Um, oh. I don't know if there's been a legal case yet of like anybody getting in trouble for it yet, but that is like, you know, actually, actually, actually tracing somebody's uh, work and not specifically work. It's like in order to get the, the models you have to rip them from a game and you got to use the third-party software and like with third-party software to steal stuff so you can use it in another commercial project that stuff is kind of complicated but there is like precedent of like people getting sued for like certain stuff like that like you can get sued for making my like a uh not an emulator but you can get sued for emulators that take code from the system to using your emulator like that puts you into like uh yeah uh, territory where you're liable so um it's nothing that that actually has come that yet but there if nintendo or somebody wants to come at power world for something that might be the the reason (laughs) well yeah i mean yeah I mean, I, I would think so too. I mean, that's a that's a pretty valid point. Um, I know that they said they did a lot of stuff behind um making sure that this was all legal and that they they had no concerns over. It, but they also could be lying. So you know, there is always that thing. But I think nobody would actually care if this this game didn't have success. I don't think anybody would actually oh, yeah. blink an eye. Um, this is this is if it was like a ten ten level success, they, nobody would care. But because it's up and that. You know, it's one of the highest, you know, concurrent players on Steam and it's making a lot of money. Everybody's going to come out the woodworks with, you know, the, the, the couch lawyers and all that stuff. And um, I know copyright infringement better than you. Okay. 
Well, prove it. So that's the only thing I care about. Is when they prove it, fine. But right now, I'm not going to sit here and, and speculate on a game that just came out. Um, right now, I just think that enjoying their success is great, and they should be proud of what they was able to accomplish with so little. Um, I hear a lot about the development team being small. I hear a lot about that um, and stuff like that. So I, I, I guess I'm here more so on that side. Uh, controversy is pretty tough to ignore so i really would want to see more proof behind what they're actually saying and then we can condemn them properly but right now (laughs) they are fine evidence yeah they're fine power world is a success we want to keep it on the high note they they Uh, doing the right thing at least at least they're not not doing the right thing but they're doing their thing at this point they're actually winning so that's what yeah it's a success story and on its own i think they put in some good work but what what do y'all think of the game what y'all played um i think that i can i could think i could put some time into it but honestly um you know i feel like i will wait for the real final version to come out i don't need to play this game right now um and that's how i feel about it but that's because i don't have a lot of time on my hands and um it didn't grab me as much as it could have in the very beginning. I think I like, like it a lot. I like the, enjoy the, you know, the whole Pokemon catch them, but that's just me and my inner child wanting to, you know, play in the playing Pokemon really. And then after that, it's really back to micro, my, me and management, you know, getting new tools, getting that stuff. And, um, if I'm not literally like building houses, like I can do in Legoland, like Lego Fortnite. Like, I would gravitate more towards that simply because I can be more creative in it. Um, This is really about objective. Um, They probably have a lot of things that are secrets that I would like to get uncovered. And that whole friend aspect is really nice, too. But um, it's okay. It's it's not a skip for me, per se, but it's a a wait to get till it get better for me. I don't really need to play it today. That's what I, I think that's what that's what I'll say. So I don't need to play it right now. So, but at, at the same time, I never, I didn't have to play Diablo Four right now. So it's not like it's, it's just Power Worlds and that. It's more so mm-hmm. a lot of games are not need to be played for me right now, and this is one of those two. Um, so, what you think, Jalen? Uh, well, as I said uh, over and over, um, I mean, if it allowed me to play the game, which are I mean, I play it. Um, I'm not like the the big. I'm I'm not like the hugest fan. I mean, I've seen a little bit of controversy and all that type of stuff. Um, and I was playing on the Xbox for a little bit. I'm just like, all right. I mean, this game is kind of scratchy. It's a little. I ain't gonna say it's an eyesore, but you know, I'm like, I don't really need to like play this game. But Josh was saying it's free on Game Pass. Um, I mean, I ain't I ain't got a good reason not to play. You know, granted my like gaming history and stuff like that. I ain't really been playing much and. I ain't been doing a whole, whole lot. So, I mean, I'd be inclined to give it a try and stuff like that. Um, It's not something where it's just like, man, this game catching my attention. Like, I'm really trying to play it. You know, we try to talk about games catching attention. We talk about Final Fantasy VII, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it ain't that. That rebirth, just, that rebirth. Yeah, that's for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, again, it ain't something that's just, like, really catching my attention and stuff like that. I mean, I'm willing to explore the idea, and I mean, to be honest with you, with all the controversy and stuff like that, I 
I'll be honest, it's making me want to play it just a little bit more to try to understand what people are talking about. Um, mm. But, I mean, I think one of the glaring issues, granted, this coming from somebody who played 30 minutes in his mug, you feel me? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm, I asked Deontay for the call last night. I'm like, hey, man, what's the call? I'm trying to get in my world. You know what I'm saying? It's time. Now I'm trying to be blast ketchup in there. You feel me? Go get me a Kaduma ring and all them. And... The thing was, I'm over here playing and stuff like that. I'm like, all right. I mean, it's a little okay. Man, I'm going to kick me out the game. And I'm like, man, I can't get back in here. So basically what I'm getting at is all the server stuff. It sounds like your dude is dedicated to like one like server or you can't just take your progress in other places. And I can't just constantly play with Josh and Deontay unless Josh and Deontay is on the game. Um it just seemed like a little bit of a hindrance and a little bit of a hassle because it'd be cool if, you know, if I'm in the game doing what I do. Um, yeah. And then y'all say, let's hop on. I'm like, all right, what, what's up? Like, I'm on now. Like, I got a snap back on. I got my my little sheet thing involved in. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, all those things then occurred and we can kind of see each other's progress versus like, oh, yeah, you in here again? But, like, yeah, I was waiting on you so I could move further with my life. Like, you, but, all right, let's move further together. Like, it's that part of it seems like a little bit of a hindrance. So um, I have reservation in that regard. But, I mean, I don't doubt the game potential and all that type of stuff, too, man. I mean, I, I just don't feel like I'm, like, have a strong gravitational pull because of that hindrance right there. That was a little bit of a, a turnoff, especially when it kicked me from the server when I was trying to, build my little uh power ball and stuff like that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna catch them all at this point but nah so but yeah yeah yes i like i said i think um i think it's one of those things where we gotta wait and see what they fix and honestly if the steam version is the better version and i can create you know dedicated servers and like the mod systems become better and all that stuff in the community can push it to the next level that's fine but i also want to see what the company can do um and you got a lot of money now at least a decent amount they can actually go out and like put some more effort into their game because it's a success I want to see what that looks like in a year from now, a year, um, a year and a half from now. Like that is my stance on it. It's always going to be engaging, but it's going to be an engaging to an extent of Pokemon right now for me. I can play it when I want to play it, but right now it's not like it's a, Oh, I got to have it. And I think, like I said, I think a lot of this success is tied to the people that was truly, uh, you know, hammering for a Pokemon like, game that took it to the next level that actually provided some additional fun and gameplay and some experiences i understand the diehards and i understand people that are in fan of pokemon that may have fell off of it so i feel like this crowd is really taking a hold to this game and really running with it and i think that's why they have a lot of success because there's plenty of games that do these exact same things but they are not getting the same level of success so there has to be something else there. And I think that's attachment to the, you know, the experience that we had as kids as Pokemon lovers. So, um, you know, you don't gotta, uh, you don't gotta think the same, but I'm just saying that's what I think. And, um, I think that's why we're seeing so much success come from this, um, out of nowhere, because I think a lot of people are like, Hey, Hey, this is actually kind of dope. And then they started to, to catch fire because of the meme, you know, as you stated, um, 
and then it kind of took off from there. I, I really think that that's why their peak is today and not before, because it's literally just a lot of people just jumping on, seeing so much stuff online. Come on. Okay. Okay. Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon guns. Okay. 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 Let me top on. And they probably not even play it. Cause I looked at the thing. 76% of people caught their first Pokemon. Like we still got 25% out there that didn't even catch a Pokemon yet. So that's, that tell that's telling to me at least that, is there is some people out there that are just looking to see what the experience looks like before they start nest themes. So, you know, I, I it, it's 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 those types of things. So, um, yeah, I, I hope them the, the the Pokemon mechanics are actually pretty light, and you're gonna spend a lot of time like just building and like doing Fortnite stuff. Um, yeah, and, and I mean they do got like other ideas that they've taken from other. Like genres and stuff like that, like the the guns. <laughs> yeah, uh, but sure. at the end of the day, most people want to see what it's like and see what a Pokemon game would be like if they weren't restricted to. Yeah, Pokemon. they weren't. They weren't <laughs> restricted to that IP. Yeah, and like that's it. And you know, at the end of the day, Pokemon might still be the best uh, animal catching slash battling game, but. I want I want some new flavor. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is too. I want some new flavor. Um and you know that that provides enough for people. So like I said, I I appreciate what they did. I appreciate that they are trying something new. I definitely want to see what it looks like to play that game at level 25, level 40. Um but um it's just find that time to etch it out. It's it, it really will it really would it really would help if, if we had like a dedicated location to, to be able to go back to, that would really help me kind of like play it now. But right now, if I, if I feel like I'm all my stuff going to be scattered and all my saves and all my time wasted, I don't do that. I don't do time wasted no more. So no, <laughs> uh, so that's just not going to happen for me, but I do see the concept. I do like the groundwork and I do enjoy the gameplay. So, those are all you really need. And um, if you want to give that time, you can, for sure. Um, any last thoughts before we move on from Power World? Anything from you guys? Um, the, I was, I was just going to say, the, like the, not the reason I played the game, but just like the stuff that you see online about this game. Like, not even memes, but just like... It's so funny how they took that idea of Pokemon and like have made it into like making them work. <laughs> uh, like you want to build your house, and they'll the sheep will come help you. They'll build the house, but the sheep get hungry or lazy. You got to feed them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to feed them, you can just hit them, and they'll get back to work. <laughs> I did not or, know that. Oh wow! Like, <laughs> like, I thought, like it's a it's a Meowth clone. It's a cat. It's a pink mm-hmm. cat. Uh, I saw somebody, the cat didn't want to work anymore. So he picked it up, threw it into the fireplace. It it caught on fire, it was burning, it ran around in circles. Then when the fire went away, it went back to work. <laughs> Dog. And like the you it, look at any video, you'll see assembly lines and sweatshops for these pals. And like that aspect of it is just so funny to me that Yeah. I mean, when you really think about Pokemon, it is kind of, it's still cruel because you're making them fight or like this Pokemon was trying to escape from you and you captured it into a ball and now it's like stuck with you. And like, so Pokemon is, is like a weird concept oh. on its own, but to actually see them take it serious <laughs> is, is just so funny. 
So that's all. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Like I said, I agree. The, the there is this is the adult Pokemon. Yeah, they be Pokemon has some things to it. Like even on black and white and stuff like that. Like they be like these Pokemon want to be free, and y'all trying to force them to do y'all battling and. They boy know yeah. we're friends and you know what I'm saying, all that type of stuff. But I mean, you Pokemon, when you think about it like in an adult aspect, it is a little like all right. I mean, obviously in the shows, they like they keep getting out of their bar, they don't respect their the trainer, all that type of stuff. But you know, it still be a little it'd be some they, things to think about. Like plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be it'd be some yeah, Pokemon got some things. Or like show, uh, in Gen One, what Lieutenant Surge, like he was a soldier in the in the Pokemon War. <laughs> yeah, like, how come we see that? They yeah. did say he was man. Wasn't he? Okay, well, adult Pokemon, <laughs> adult Pokemon for sure. Uh, it's 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 tackling all the tough topics for sure. <laughs> uh, but moving on. Let's get to um, the Xbox Developer Direct, um, where they had showed off three, four games. Um, well, five technically, um, if you want to call Visions of Mana. But we had uh, Indiana Jones, we had Avowed, we have Aura, uh, History Untold, and we also had Hellblade Two. Um. So there were some a few revelations that came out of there. Overall, um, quick, fast, and dirty. If y'all have a score, um, shoot it out now. I gave it a B plus. Um, any scores on the developer direct? Mm. Mm. Uh, I would have to go with like a C. Okay, uh, wasn't bad, but um, I don't think everything there was the best version of the marketing that they could have done but i think overall it was it was it was okay um yeah Jalen, did you watch it no i didn't get around to it <laughs> <laughs> okay so um no, no, I, I i i figured you did so i was like he ain't watched that i know i know he did that that is an xbox thing no nah, i ain't watching that Remember, i ain't <laughs> never won xbox in the first place <laughs> Uh, but okay, so I gave it a B plus, um, and I explain my reason as we go through the games. But um, was there any, um, I guess, what was a? Uh, I mean, I guess we all know. I guess what the highlights are, but let's let's just go from game to game and what they kind of showed. So they first showed off was about, and um. My thoughts were simply that the lighting system changed. Whatever they did to the lighting system, I think they probably started adding in the Unreal Engine 5 stuff, like the global illumination and um, actual shadow mapping and like really actually showing off that stuff because the game looked different to me. It didn't look the same as if it's first showing. And maybe I'm just mm -hmm. tripping, but the animations look better, especially the wand and um, the combat looked a lot better. And... Um, that was the two big selling points for me. Okay, I said the world looks a lot better. It looks a little bit more detailed. And then the lighting is a lot more, is a lot better. And then animations, of course. That first first person, um, man, I'm so sad of playing first person games. But first person field of view um, and, um, and that whole 
detail of the world is what really helped me kind of say okay this is a good showing of this game and they talked about it a lot more they talked about the world they talked about the um characters they talked about the um they talked about a lot of stuff they talked about the the characters or at least not the characters but the the worlds and the the, the places and locations you'll be able to go um and then they also talked about the combat and how the, the type of enemies you'll be fighting so um i gave their showing uh a a i mean because i gave it an a simply because that's the best that you're going to probably get from avowed even though if you don't not like it but they at least went over the core things that you would want to be in interest that you're interested in learning about the game dialogue options things like that um so i felt like that was an a presentation simply because of those categories being shown off properly um Avowed in itself, gameplay wise, I don't, I, 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 it moved the needle to me to, to try it. But again, it's another one of those games that I'm probably not going to ever finish. Um, unless there is something really compelling about the story that makes me want to continue to go. Um, but it's really tough for those types of games to keep me intrigued. And, um, I'm a tough sell on those sometimes, especially when it comes to things that I'm literally trying and not actually, I'm looking forward to um, nothing established behind it, but those are tough sales. So it moved the needle, but it didn't do much else. Um, what what were your thoughts on Avowed, uh, Josh? Um, I I actually say that I was disappointed in what I saw from Avowed mm. uh, because uh, from the jump, I think Avowed was a good idea. I was looking forward to it. And the first trailer, even though people were, were dogging it, I didn't think it looked that bad. Uh, I think this trailer, uh, the game so far looks better, uh, mm -hmm. but it's the actual presentation of what they showed off that was not very um, interesting. And I think okay. that's the, the problem because uh, this game, it you know, it's not Skyrim, but it's very Skyrim-like. Uh, you got first-person combat, you got magic and stuff like that. And they talked a bit about, like, the mechanics, and the mechanics sound interesting, but they don't look interesting to show. Like, you have, like, your character can switch, uh, quick switch his build. You know, you can have an axe on one build yep. and heavy armor and then press a button and switch to, like, a robe. And, like, oh, that's cool. Like, mechanically, you're going to be uh, incentivized to, like, have different builds and switch between them on the fly and like that's that's cool uh but with it being a first person game and the animations being not that great like it doesn't really show well and like nobody talks about the combat in skyrim because it does i guess it's pretty basic and it doesn't look good so the combat in this is going to be more fun but it's still not going to look good so it's kind of a hard um sell for any me in that in that presentation uh, any uh, thoughts on uh, what the presentation could have changed to make you feel better about it or not really you just kind of knew that that wasn't it uh yeah they so for moving on from the combat i think the conversation and like quest stuff that they show was not very good uh, okay so in the presentation they show like uh it's some like lizard people who attacked a, a camp and you like go there and investigate you fight some of them and then you like interrogate one of them and like i think the that quest is too basic 
to be interesting because like oh they're like oh after you beat them you can investigate who or like why they did it and sometimes they'll lie to you and then and then they show the dialogue tree it's like oh, who are you and like uh you know uh you can leave or i'm gonna kill you and like those are your options like this is a pretty basic quest and there's nothing interesting that you're showing on the screen and i think that you have to show more interesting quests for example on the flip side of that when they show um the outer worlds uh a couple years ago i think they had a really good presentation where they were showing how uh funny and, and quirky the characters are and like mm-hmm. you do a quest and um like how you can betray people and stuff like that like that was just a good example of a interesting quest that they had show had to show but for this one they just show like a pretty basic level five quest that had nothing interesting going on so yeah uh, i think those have made me feel pretty light on it that being said i'm still interested in the vial and i i liked skyrim and i think i this has the potential to uh be more fun to me because it's more small it's smaller and more focused uh but i just didn't see that in this presentation yeah i think the i think I agree with that. I definitely I hated the dialogue. Um, I, when I graded it an A, I gave it because of what they shown and what they the beats it, they hit, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the content of the beats. It was more so yeah. making sure we hit that because I'm going to talk about the next one um, pretty harshly. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's 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 it was that versus anything else. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Truly, I do, because I, I think when I when I was listening to them talk, I was like, "This is going to be boring. This cadence is terrible." But I was ta- I was judging the actor in any way, and I was shouldn't be doing that. I was trying to listen to the dialogue, and I just felt like it was not engaging. Um, mm-hmm. So there there was plenty of things that I did not like about the content of the thing, but I was more so looking at the structure of what you're supposed to show in a developer direct, what they're supposed to big up. And if they feel like that was the big up fine, but obviously, yeah, I think it, it uh, like I said, actually hearing about the mechanics made it interesting, but like, I don't think that presentation is gonna, I mean, I don't, the audience is, it's not gonna work for everybody. Like it's not a trailer that I can show Jalen and he gonna want to play this game. Like Heck, heck, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now they did release another additional bank breakdown, like more information mm-hmm. on it. I haven't watched that yet, um, but that may have some additional details or something that might interest you. So you might want to check that out, or I, mean, I don't know. I'm gonna check it out later. But if that's something you guys have not watched and y'all just watched the developer direct, make sure you guys check that out too, in case you want to learn more about about. Um, but let's move on to the next game. And the next game was uh, Hellblade 2. I'm pretty sure it was Hellblade 2. Uh, Hellblade 2, uh, by far the worst showing of the show, simply because they did not show much. And I think it's difficult for them to do so because the game is short. And I, and, and the writing's on the wall for me right now. I'm, I, I'm calling it. I feel like the game's going to be bad. I think it's not going to be a great game. I think it's going to be an okay game. Actually, uh-huh. I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to just be another game and i think it's gonna be like and and i think digital foundry made a great comparison i think they said it's like it'll be the order 1886 for xbox which is fine but it's not what i thought it was going to be so i'm disappointed not only in their 
their beats because I still learned nothing. I didn't learn much about the game um, as I watched that. And I watched the same walking sequences, the same, you know, stuff going on in her head. And I get what they're trying to do. Um, but at this point, I know the game hasn't evolved into anything other than another psychological, um, you know, another, another, another episode, I suppose. It's, that's it. That's all I can think of. It's not really something I feel like I'm going to gravitate to. I'm not going to play it again. Obviously these are one and done experiences and there's nothing else additional to, um, really experience. Um, in my opinion, I think this was a lot of time wasted for Ninja Theory. Cause I don't think I'm going to like the combat that much. I don't think I would like the, I, I might like the storyline, but honestly, there is so much not being shown. It tells me this game is short. It has little to show. So that's my opinion. It might not be true, but from what I've seen over the last, what, two, three years since we've been seeing this game, I don't know much about it. There's not much to talk about. And I've been seeing the same walking and getting out of cave and slashing somebody once and cutting to something else. Um, I'm not really Ninja theory was always good to me because of their gameplay, And now I'm getting more of their cinematics and I don't think they're cinematically up to snuff for me to care. So maybe they've changed over the years, but I was there for the gameplay. Um, and I don't think I'm gonna get much of an evolution there, but let me stop. Josh, what do you think? Uh yeah, I this is the game I'm actually the complete opposite of of you because okay. I think this was the not that the trailer that they show uh was a whole lot of new stuff like you said like it, it they're pretty consistent with what they're showing but what I learned from the developer direct is that the game is I guess like what they actually want it to be and basically they yeah. said this game is the same size and about the same size and length as the first game and that was so surprising because like you know all the speculation over like five years like what is this going the game going to be how long is it going to be what they're going to change is going to be like you know mm -hmm. god of war and stuff like that and yeah. no it's not god of war it's what we made before but better and i think that on its own is a great sell to me because that gives me at least confidence to know that the stuff that i liked about the first game i could get that again and the stuff i didn't like um, you know, maybe it's improved at least. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the first game, the combat was basic. You don't, you're not there for the combat. The combat is not going to keep you engaged for six hours. What you're going to be engaged for for six hours is literally the, the main character's acting and the story. Mm -hmm. And I think the first game, like cinematically, with like how they did the uh, uh, character cutscenes, like the mm -hmm. the close-ups of the character and the acting and like how the story and all the other characters came together i thought it was really good and i personally i don't i never liked uh ninja theory's gameplay uh in their games because it was always like a not as good devil may cry or knock off devil may cry and when they made devil may cry it was kind of like not as good as three or four so not that it was bad but it was not as good as the other one so yeah, them I, I can, yeah, I can give you that. Yes, it wasn't as good as the other ones. You're right. 
yeah, them moving away to do something different and them discovering, oh, we actually are good at this. Uh, because, I mean, this came out before God of War uh, and like the cinematics and the acting and cutscenes were kind of like some of the best like mm-hmm. acting of the individual character that I've seen. I think God of War has like surpassed it now, but now we're getting back to this and maybe they can push it again. So uh, with two, I'm excited for the to see the story. It's mm-hmm. just like I, I, it is walking and it's not like. I don't know. It's an adventure, but yeah, it's her story. So I guess I want to see her story. Like if it was a movie, she's an interesting character. So I want to see her story. Uh, they talked a bit about the sound and how they improved it. Where yeah, it was only 3D the voices in her head uh, in the first game, uh, but now they're doing 3D audio for every sound in the game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if it was super immersive the first time, and it was only the voices that were 3D. And now that you're gonna do everything, the wind, the footsteps, the the, the fire, all that is gonna be super immersive. Um, graphically, it looks amazing. Like, I mean, obviously it's super dark, but so far it looks really good. And mm-hmm. they actually have other characters in the game. Like in yep. the first game, there were no other characters. They were they were bosses or enemies. But uh, like you you might see like a cinematic where somebody's like talking, but there are no other characters in the game. But like in this one there are other characters and so i'm interested to see how she actually interacts with other people because the whole point was like the first game she's alone and like she's going through this struggle and like you know losing her mind yeah and now we have other people so how is that how is she going to actually be able to interact with these other people uh so i thought it was interesting um they haven't showed a lot and i yeah like you said that's because the game is six hours they don't want to show anything else because they, that's kind of like the whole point. Yeah. Uh, it's six hours. It's $50. It's on Game Pass and uh, digital only, just like the first game. Uh, so uh, I at least I feel I have less worries about like the game. I think if the combat is a little bit better, the puzzles are a little bit better and the story is great. I think that's a, that's a win for me. Yeah. But I guess it depends on. If the story is not good, then yeah, the game is trash. But the, the later, I think that is the the selling point is the story. So, um, I just I just hope it's good. I like I didn't I didn't I didn't play Hellblade and come out thinking the story was great. I thought the experience was interesting. Um, and I have never give I have never given um ninja theory stories a second thought so i really hope the material plus the actor plus what this truly supposed to shape up to elevates it to an experience that is the quality and level of a order 1886 i still like the story and the combat of order 1886 mm-hmm. but i feel like i'm yeah, going to probably just like the story than anything mm-hmm. and i feel like they could do better so that's all yeah and I, who's to say this story might be bad i can i can see a lot of ways like they can actually mess it up um but you know i think that they they stumbled on something that they uh were passionate about and it's like success in, yeah so, yeah so uh here's hoping for sure um uh and what's your so what's your grade for that sector section 
Um, I'd say a B. I think the game I'm excited for, but yeah, the the presentation not actually showing. They could have gone like just show a full fight, like a full combat section, and then yeah. it would have been an A. But uh, yeah, so far B. Okay, that'd be nice. I give them a C. Um, but moving on, let's go to Visions of Mana. Um. I really hope y'all got something to add here. Hopefully, Jalen, because mm-hmm. these are like Square Enix stuff. I don't know nothing about these games, um, but these Mana games, I guess, are like the originators of the Final Fantasy stories. Um, that's all I caught, and I was like, oh, maybe they had know something about it. Um, it looks cute. I mean, I like the pup. I like the puppy. That's about it. That's all I got. I'm gonna let y'all take it. <laughs> Uh, these games are complicated and I would say it's a lot of like, not, not necessarily just nostalgia, but there's also like a lot of these games. Cause this is second Densetsu series and there, there are a couple games. Like this is the third one that they're doing kind of like a remake. Mm-hmm. Basically the games came out in Japan. They're popular, they're RPGs, um, but they they're not turn-based RPGs like Final Fantasy. They're more like action RPGs where you can move and fight in real time, mm-hmm. uh, and people like them. Uh, but they never came. Not all of them ever came out in the U.S. And so the only way you can play it is on like emulators or like fan translations. Or like maybe one of the games got a translation for the, the GBA or something like that. So they were super hard to find, and they it was a lot of hype behind them, and so. Now we finally getting full 3D remakes. Um, the last game that came out, I think it was Secrets of Mana. I think um, it's on Steam right now. It's on my wish list. I paid played a little bit of it. It the gameplay of the remake is actually super, 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 super basic, like super basic, like Dynasty Warriors type combat. But mm. people say the characters and the um, the not the um, the structure of the game is interesting because they, they give you like nine characters and you pick two of them and you play them together and like you have the part primary story and the secondary story and then you beat it in like 10 hours and then you pick two more characters and play through their story and depending on who is you pick your first character that changes like the whole plot because uh, of these two characters depending on who's the primary one the, the story changes so it's an interesting idea from a mechanic standpoint uh, for for that game. And so this here is a, I don't know if it's a direct sequel, but it's a sequel in that same style. Um, Trailer-wise, it looked okay. Um, personally, I don't know anything about Vis- uh, Visions of Mana, like the, the old version. So I don't have any um, nostalgia for it. I just hope that the gameplay is actually better. Because uh, the mm-hmm. reason I haven't bought the other one is because I played the demo. It seemed okay. Like, it, literally, if I have nothing else to play, I'll play it. Um, but it's... If you can improve on the, the core gameplay loop that I'm doing minute, minute to minute, then I'll, I'll give it a try. Because the concept seems interesting, uh, but the gameplay is not there. So, uh, hopefully, this second one is better. But mm. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, I, I never I looked into them games. Remember? Never? Not I've seen them and stuff like that. I remember a couple of releases and stuff. I think it was like one in 2018. I was literally sitting in my internship looking at this. I'm like, 
Man, yeah, what is these Luna games? Yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, I looked at him like, you know, man, that's a square inning. Let me look in and do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go look into that mug. I'm like, five minutes in, I was just like, yeah, this ain't there, bro. Like, and then, you know, square Enix, they're going to tax for it anyway. They're going to play. I mean, we need like the 50 bar. From, I don't know how much they cost, but you know. Um, yeah. I just yeah, like it was kind of one of them time periods. What you said, what my bad. Oh, yeah, it was full price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, I feel like it was one of them time periods where, like, you know, Square Enix was coming out with, like, certain games and stuff. Like, I don't want to say indie games, but they might be, like, a remake of a game or, like, a um, a, a, like a, a revamp version. So, like, they had, like, I Am Said to Know. They had, like, it was something mm-hmm. called, like, Something Sphere. Like, I just feel like they was coming out with a lot of them type of games. And it's probably not like anything. No, I'm probably a little bit more keen on it. Like, I just didn't feel like those games, I'm going to get a full fleshed out game that's actually worth the price that I'm going to pay for it. So, likewise, yeah. Charles yeah, Amana, budget. or, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they wore a budget. Like, you're just like, all right, I kind of don't need to pay 40 or $50 for this game and stuff like that. So, um, never looked into them games. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, like Josh said, if they, you know, I would actually believe everything you're saying about the game being, it ain't never, it never had no localization. They bring it here, they revamp it, all that type of stuff. And then they charge you full price for it when it's like the mechanics and everything, the structure of the game is pretty much the same. They just kind of updated the graphics, maybe. So, yeah. They, uh, they get away with that stuff all the time. Um, so, <laughs> all I do is, you know, hide and buy, keep it pushing. Um, I don't. I, I I could try one at some point, maybe trials, but at this point, I was like, I don't really need to. So, uh, um, well, I like the yeah, Tales series it, more. Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think the Tales series, because the Tales series was always like the meme of like the the um, the Naruto of the uh, RPG genre, where the combat is super basic, but they keep coming out with them, keep keep buying it. But I think mm. their combat has gotten better and their gameplay loop has gotten better in the Tales games. But a lot of games like this just can't even deliver on like the, the basic level of the Tales games. So if you don't like gotcha. the combat in Visions of Mana, I don't think a lot of people will be able I mean, not to say y'all specifically, but like the combat might not be able to pull you through like the Trials game could. Gotcha. Okay. All right, well, let's move on to um, Aura History Untold. It is a real-time strategy game, and it looks like it's very impressive from a lot of, like, technological standpoints, like a lot of stuff happening at the same time, synchronous um, turns and um, all that good jazz, like you being able to, like, craft and all that. I... I I, I tried to get the concept of real-time strategies, and I think this one is the first time I've actually understood what you do in a real-time strategy. And that's simply because of Developer Direct, so I gave that a B. Um, because I don't care for the game at all, but at least I was able to understand what they were trying to convey. And I think those types of games, you know, you know, it, it, they might be tough to sell, but they kind of treated it and respected it and um it made me respect what they were trying to show and they they like they cared about the game a lot and they um have a lot of years in real time strategy games so it seemed like they was very impressed with their game and i was impressed with what they were showing even though i don't know nothing about it i feel like these new achievements they were making felt like they were useful and beneficial to the genre so that's it 
Um, I'll give it to y'all, and then we can move on. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about this because I, I actually I don't like RTS games. The only ones I've actually played are the Halo Wars games, and those are fun for like a like basic like easy mode type thing. But I would never play that type of game like for real or do like multiplayer. Um, and so Civilization and Ara they they're super a lot more complicated and complex and not for me. Um, I would say I would give this one a a C because I think that I think Ara is like an old IP, but mm-hmm. um, they're putting like a lot of money and work behind it. I don't I don't know how popular it is compared to Civilization, um, but at least what they said show didn't look bad. It's just uh, it's not for me. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, moving on to the last one, final but definitely not the worst show. Definitely one of the probably the better ones. Um, Indiana Jones got re- revealed by for Machine Games, um, and um, I I didn't know it was executive produced by Todd Howard, so I had to see him again. But um, overall, I mean, I, I don't got no problem with Todd. Uh, it's a first person, and that's a differentiator. If I said that word right, different differentiator. Um, so it is something that really makes it stand out from Uncharted and Tomb Raider automatically, immediately. Um, they are good at first person stuff. Um, so I feel comfortable with them taking the helm of this and like running with it. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much all I have. I think the ID tech, not all I have on what I'm saying, but like for the starting of it, I just feel like I'm comfortable with it being first person simply because it's machine games. They're using ID um, tech software. Um, and from what they showed, at least, um, I found I feel like there is a lot more to be said about that viewing angle than I would like to let on. Sometimes I don't like that angle simply because I don't, I don't enjoy being so close to the camera. I like to see like stand back, like an avatar Pandora, um, the game, that game, I, I kind of would prefer a third person view, but at the same time, these are more singular focus areas. And it's probably not going to be large, expansive open world. It's things It's going to be like a one lane type with maybe some different type of avenues to get around stuff. I appreciate that le- that that first person perspective more simply when it's going through that because it brings me into the world a little bit better. Um, but if it was something like an open world concept, maybe like a Tomb Raider or something like that, I would probably want to have that third person view. But they do give it to you when you're doing puzzles and cutscenes. So um, it's like a best of both worlds. Honestly, I think they had to do something different. Um, and I know Josh, we were talking about it last time we were kind of, you were kind of in that boat of, Hey, this might be a little too samey. So it could still be definitely samey, but at least this is something that differentiates it from the rest on the market. So I gave this a A as well. Um, and we can talk about the remaining stuff, but, uh, Josh, your initial thoughts and your grade. Uh, I don't know if Jalen want to go because be a hater um <laughs> Jalen, did you watch <laughs> any did you see anything about the indiana jones game no nah. no nah. 
So, um, I mean, okay. I mean, okay, okay I, so, I think, I think the uh, first person change is a is a good one. That's what they've done before. So, mm-hmm. no reason to like try to you know switch to three D for the first time and it not be good. And you you get away from the Uncharted comparisons of being like an Uncharted clone. Uh, so, I think that's good. That that addresses one of my um, complaints I had last last podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would say is I didn't like the trailer of the game uh, because it, it's a lot of reasons, and I I'll be completely honest, it's probably just like me being a hater for a lot of reasons. Uh, I so the first <laughs> wait what uh, wait you ain't gonna check because I'm about to know you just gonna still hate. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean problem? yeah, it's so I'll I'll start with like the most hater hater aspect of it. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired of Troy Baker being every white man in every video game ever. <laughs> so I I don't like Troy Baker. <laughs> oh. I think he's a really good actor, but he is literally every white man in every video game. In every game. And well, it, it, yeah. hearing his voice, I cannot not hear his voice. And so watching the trailer was like, okay, you're supposed to sell me on the character, but now you got the actor that I'm not sold on, so I'm never going to connect to the character. So gotcha. That's that's my issue with Troy Baker, and that's completely hating because he's a talented actor and he's in every game because he's talented. But for example, Cyberpunk, I didn't know either of those actors. I think the girl and the guy are both really good, and they sold me on their character because I was not attached to them and they're not a famous name. And so I think you know there's a lot to be said. Somebody who's completely overplayed and finding somebody else who else is talented. So. That that's just Troy Baker. Uh, the first person perspective is smart. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the combat. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like first person games in which they make you like grapple and grab people. Uh, I think it's always super janky, and you're just waiting for the animation to to finish. Like I don't, and you use the whip in this game. Like if you look at the gameplay in the trailer, like he's throwing the whip, he's grabbing people's feet. Or you throw the whip and you pull them close and punch them in the face, mm-hmm. and it's super. It looks like kind of janky to me, um, mm. and it might not actually feel janky, but like the actual animation where it's like, if I'm fighting one on one, sure, but I'm pretty sure there's gonna be like five or six enemies in the room, and I don't want to be locked in this animation, like trying to throw my whip at this guy and he yeah. pulling them closer. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that that aspect of the combat. The guns are probably fine, uh, but another hater thing, I don't like World War One or World War Two guns and games. <laughs> so you don't like, uh, like time don't... period? No, the time period is uh, is fine, but when it comes to like using those old guns, like watch watch the trailer, like the shooting animation and that that pistol is super slow, and that's not exciting <laughs> to me. Uh, I mean, it it's not. Even like it's not oh i'm compared to call of duty so it's not yeah like watch he switched to the gun it take like two seconds for him to pull it out and aim and it's it's like a whole bunch of recoil and it's like okay that that might be awkward that being said machine games they've done first person shooters before i'm pretty sure they they know how to make first person shooting fun uh but i'll say the combat and the character have not sold me um that being said the game looked looked okay I, I think the first person perspective will help for the traps. Like they show, like he, he stuck his arm in the trap 
and the spider climbed out and so like that might you know help it feel a little more immersive or, or whatever um overall though i for me it was a a c <laughs> okay okay um yeah so that 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 tells the perspective of what they have and like I always appreciate Xbox because they have something for everybody and everybody don't got like everything. And that's cool because honestly, if this was a PlayStation direct, I think we would all feel the same way. Um, it were, where it was, it would still fall in that same category of these things are for me. These things are not for me. And unfortunately, the things that they try to have them be what you want them to, what they want you to be is kind of, they feel samey. So I'm fine with mixed reactions because I would appreciate that more than everybody loving something across the board or everybody hating something across the board. Um, in my opinion, um, this Indiana Jones game is something that will give me a fun time and, and, I'm expecting them to be able to handle animations properly. I'm expecting them to be able to handle gun animations properly because they did that in Wolfenstein. Their blur effects, everything. I have never played Wolfenstein and felt like, oh, these animations suck. So I don't. I trust machine guns. I understand that this is a totally different um, machine games. I understand it's a totally different game, but uh, and there's there's concepts to it where. You're pulling in the Dishonored staff. I'm like, Arcane could have probably made this game if they were talking about going different pathways. Indiana Jones not wanting to always use his weapons and trying to outsmart the person. So there's like things that they want you to be able to solve puzzles. They want you to be able to outsmart the guards and not actually have to, you can avoid combat. So there's a lot of stuff happening here that makes me feel like this is not just a... um copy and paste i want to just make an uncharted clone which with the original ip so i'm happy for that and i'm happy that they um they were able to nail the performance obviously i'm not super um i'm not i'm not like a, a indiana jones fan so when i was looking at it i felt like the performances from the bad guy were as impressive I thought the performance from Harrison Ford was impressive. I thought the the quirky um, girl that's going to be with you is impressive. I felt like their characters were believable as I watched it. And the Harrison story the and the... Say that again. Harrison Ford not in the game. But that's his likeness, right? It's it's like... It's Troy Baker's face, but they, they like touched him up to look more like Harrison Ford. I thought you. I thought you said they. I thought they had Harrison Ford's likeness. Um, they might, but that's that is Troy Baker's face. But they are, they probably put some changes to make him look more like Harrison Ford. So is it Harrison Ford or is it Troy Baker? Because are you saying that they just Troy Baker on Indiana Jones or is it Harrison Ford's likeness? Because that can't it can't be one. It can't be both. So what is it? It can be both. Because it's using face capture, so they put the cameras on Troy Baker's face, and they scan his face. And then after they do that, they t change some stuff. We're going to take Troy Baker's nose off and put Indiana, uh, Harrison Ford's nose on. So it's Troy Baker's face, but it's they might be using some of his likeness to touch it up. That makes no sense. <laughs> 
Never mind. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That works. What are you talking about? That's how, how does that do make sense to you, Josh? You just said they take somebody's face, use a motion capture, and then they change it to make it look like somebody else. But you're saying it's the same guy. How does that make sense? Because Deontay, when you're making but, the art, they scan it and becomes a 2D texture. It's a 2D I understand image. what and you're saying. You're saying that this person is. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're saying so, so, this it, person uh, is the. Uh, <laughs> you gonna let me talk? Are you gonna let me talk, man? Uh, you said this person <laughs> sat with the motion God, capture, <laughs> and then they took that face and started adding stuff to make it look like something else. But you want me to say it's both at the same time. Okay, uh, that so, makes sense. No, Beyonce, I don't want you to say that. What I was trying to correct you on is that Harrison Ford yeah. is not acting in this game. Harrison That's... Ford is not acting, and his voice is not in the game. So I was confused why you said Harrison Ford's likeness. performance was pretty good. No, you didn't say likeness. You said Harrison Ford's performance was good. Oh, sorry. I meant... said Harrison Ford is not in this game. And if sure, if it's his likeness, he's not doing anything in his game. You're right. Okay. So Got what it. I said is Troy Baker's face. And what I want you to understand from a 3D art perspective that I learned and studied in college, that you literally take someone's face and you scan it. And is that not his face? So like if I scan Deontay's face right now, I got Deontay's face on my computer. And I add... Yeah. Uh, and I add LeBron James nose to his face, and I use that for my promotion. Is Deontay gonna be upset because I I changed the nose? Is not Deontay right? But no, you're gonna feel some type of way because I still scanned your face. So that is your face, and I've added to it. So there is a conversation to be had that yes, this is Troy Baker, and they've changed it, and they put some other elements to make him look like another actor. It's makeup. It's prosthetics. The same thing when. You hire an actor, and I'm going to play Michael Jackson in a, in a movie, and they're going to add some stuff to my face. They're going to add a fake nose. They're going to add makeup and stuff like that. And is that actor under the makeup not still the actor, or is that Michael Jackson? Like, no, it's an actor playing Michael Jackson. So this is Troy Baker playing Harrison Ford. Okay. All right. Okay, so he, yeah, so the, I liked it, the performance between the actors i thought they looked it really good i thought the motion capture looked it really nice and outside of that i think the 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 world the world they built the actual you know the scenery what they were showing like some of the puzzles i didn't obviously they didn't show off any like over they didn't show any over complicated things but it looked like they're going to have some nice puzzles in there they also talked about side puzzles and things that you can see um, or do from the outside of the main puzzle. So those things are going to be uh, pretty cool to look at or, or to explore. So I, I, I feel like they're going to have a lot of elements of the two games I like, Uncharted and uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider has a lot more real puzzles to me, and then Uncharted had a lot more story bait beats i think they're gonna try to combine the two and that first person perspective will help sell it a little bit more so i'm i'm excited about it but i am you know i'm i'm still like 
yeah, it's another, I guess, one of those adventure type games. So I'm just hoping that their spin on it actually works and they are able to, um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they're able to compete with something that's going to be coming out around the same time, whichever, whatever that is. I think that that is going to be their big fall game because they didn't even put a date on it. It just said 2024. So I don't know if they're trying to slide it in somewhere else, but I think it's going to be one of those late, late games. I don't know about the other two. I think uh, Hellblade is for sure. May, I think it was May 21st. I think. I don't know if it was 24th or 21st. And then I, then there was um, Aura History Untold was in the fall 2024. And then also they showed um, and then also Avowed fall 2024. So if I was a betting man, I mean, the fall is basically what is that? October, September, October. No, that's like that's like, uh, why can't I think of it now? It's the dates before October. It's August. I, it's August, October. What is the freaking? August, September, July. October. July, August, September. Because October, November, December is the is the fourth quarter. Before. So the third quarter, I think fall is that. That's fall, right? Or no? Q3. Q3 is like is Q3 fall. is fall slash summer because you got um July, August, mm-hmm. September. So fall is September, summer is July, August. Yeah, so a little bit in that November time frame, would you think in Indiana Jones or no? Q4. Yeah, so Q4. Do you think that would be like the time frame for this or no? Because uh, they put maybe. two fall games from you know our you know ours and history untold and about I mean I wouldn't think they would those I think those games will probably come around that August yeah. September time yeah. and then I think they lead the layway the, the I think that October November time frame is going to be stuck with Indiana. You forgot the, the delay that's probably going to happen. I mean, it could be some delays, but you know, I don't know. I think that I think they're I think they're trying to at least with this developer direct, they're trying to put games out that's going to come out this year, and uh, that's another thing I like about the developer direct at least is that they're going to actually have games come out. Yeah, they're actually talking about games that's supposed to be coming out soon. So, I mean, we'll see. I think, I think I I'm, if I was a betting man, I'd say November. Uh, but anything else to add about that Xbox Direct before we move on? Uh, nope. Uh, hopefully, they all come out. Don't get delayed, like Jalen said. But uh... <laughs> I think I think I've, I think Hellblade is definitely gonna come out at the right time. I mean, they already said it. Yeah, they um, said uh, May May something. 20, May twenty first. Okay. Well, let's go to our next topic. Let me timestamp that real quick. Dang, we talked about that for too long. 
All right, let's 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 speed run, speed run, speed run. Uh, Last of Us Remastered. Um, it came out, and people were um a little bit uh upset because it basically looks like The Last of Us um two part two. Last of Us Part Two Remastered looks just like Last of Us Part Two on PS Five. And not that much changed <laughs> and they added some modes but not much changed uh they 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 push out the the log effect so like you know but it's ten dollars at least upgrades ten dollars but it's fifty dollars if you ain't had it yet which i mean it's cheaper now it's ten dollars I ain't caping for him. I think it's trash. But what what's y'all thoughts on ten dollar upgrade for not so different graphics and a new horde mode? What's what's the now? Let me ask y'all this. Hold on, my bad. What do y'all think the people was expecting to occur <laughs> that justified this purchase? That's what I need to know that first. Like, I just want to know y'all quick stand. I think people are delusional. Um, but I don't think people are upset. I don't think the people that actually bought this are upset. I think people are just, you know, they don't like that they keep releasing this game. And they don't like Last of Us Part Two, of course. But oh, I'm in that Legion. I'm in that Legion right here. <laughs> That's my You're in the Legion of Doom? You in that Legion? Bro, I'm like, bro. But no, nah, you can go ahead and ask your question. My bad. I just had to get it because I'm looking like that shouldn't have been justified anyway, but all right. Now, I, I mean, say it's not justified, but you know, it's it's the it's the actual like i guess what do y'all think about them um i don't know i i don't think they did necessarily anything wrong it's not like they deceived anybody everybody thought it looked the same even with the screenshots so when you if you buy it and you still come out like ah, oh, i feel chipped <laughs> like well we all knew it looked the same. Um, what's your? What are your thoughts? I mean, what y'all think about this? What y'all think about Last of Us Part Two? Remake. I said X amount of episodes ago, man, and then X amount of episodes before that, and before that one too. When we talk about Last of Us, they, I mean, they trying to get their media out. You know, they trying to sell it and stuff like that. More power to them and stay IP and stuff like that, right? But I mean. You just don't need to. I don't know. It just they just keep re-releasing stuff and re-re-re-re-release, mm-hmm. and it just it just need a little bit of a break. Man. But I mean, I yeah, if like the the Last of Us One remaster was like uh, not worth it because they were what they were charging like full price for it, uh, but they were justifying it by ha- saying we have. We changed like the code and how the game works, and we got accessibility options that you could never do before. So now we put a lot of work into it, and so that was a, a justification. Their justification for it, it wasn't really. I wasn't really sold on it, but uh, at least they can like say they did a lot of work for it. Whereas like this, um, it was definitely not necessarily because the game was a PS4 game, and they already have like an upgrade system that you just ported over to PS5 without having to do anything but up the resolution and stuff. We don't need you to redo the textures. We don't need you to do any of that because the game already looked good. It was like one of the last, what, PS5 games? Exactly. It was the last Uh, PS4 game when the PS5 was basically out. So it was like, it was in that little in-between realm. So it's like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask this. So, my bad. I feel like I cut y'all. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say they charge intent less money for it now, but this doesn't seem like you need to charge any money for it. Um, but yeah, you got Dude, so when that game had came out on the PS4, I remember back then the PS5 needed to had an update for like backwards compatibility, all that type of stuff. Did that game actually run better and look better on the PS5, even though it was a PS4 game? Um, yeah, it it looked it. It didn't run better. It 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 had like it it stayed steady to its like performance mode at sixty FPS, but I think um but then it got a, like a proper update before like it literally got an update already on the ps5 that's where so, it started unlocking performance and the performance weren't being at 60 and then they had like the um quality mode at 60 as well as like a balance mode i think that's what they added um if i'm not mistaken i i might be remembering that wrong but they definitely updated the game to run better on the ps5 outside of I hope I, yeah yeah i mean as long as if they did that because I, I would assume at that point in time, since it's been like a one of the last PS4 games, it probably sounded like the PS4 is going to blow up or something like that when you was playing it. So um, if it run better on the PS5, I could definitely see that being the case. But um, to re-release it, you know what I'm saying, a, P- a dedicated PS5 version, you know what I'm saying, you can't put in a PS4. I mean, that's probably all they did. You know, they make that much of a difference. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I think the 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 real outcry and the outrage is that it looks the same. I mean, I guess they thought it was gonna look like some t- leaps and bounds better, like from Last of Us remastered or from the PS3 to the PS4 or something. Like there's nothing that they can truly do. And I told and I said that I said there's nothing that they can truly do to make this game better on this console. Like nothing. Like the the game was already top tier graphically. It already ran really well. There was nothing that they could truly do to make the game better. They already did that for the other game. So there's nothing here that I found value in. That's why it was a mute point when it came out. Um and I guess people really thought and deceived themselves into believing that they were truly gonna be doing something different. Um, I don't know. But it could be just the people online that just hates them releasing this game because i think the people that actually That's... bought it for the for the ten dollars i don't think they complaining that they enjoyed their mode their mode and they're happy yeah it could have still been a free upgrade because the god of war uh dlc came out and they added like new content for free and it's like um i understand developers do do work and it wasn't just like a you know, click the button in his PS5, they probably had to do a little bit extra, but it's still like, what is this $10 for? Is it for the higher quality textures or is it for the, this horde mode that, you know, is, it could be fun, but it, you know, it's an afterthought. Um, so, yeah. When you have another PlayStation studio doing equal amount of work because they're doing new cutscenes and, and bosses and stuff like that, um, for free, it's it comes makes you question why why are you charging this <laughs> yeah 
No, for sure. and that's where they did the, and a lot of people were drawing comparisons to God of War Valhalla, uh, Valhalla new DLC coming out, and no, no, they gave that away for free, and that 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 probably added more to the game than anything that this could ever came close to. So people were drawing comparisons to that, and I'm like, well, they gave y'all something for free. Chill out. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm not trying. Like I said, I'm not trying to cape for these people because I know that there is a such thing as a free upgrade and i think you know microsoft does it the best um where they do it with their i think the the best version i've seen it done was gears 5 where they really revamped the game for free um i haven't seen that like nothing like that extensive yet since but i mean there's no more you know mid-generation type situation no more it's all current gen so i don't know i mean they could value their players more and you know put that out there or they could just you know try to cop a little extra money right now that's that's all i can take from it i mean i understand people being upset but um you have to understand what sony needs and what they do they make single player very expensive games and i don't want that to go away so i ain't tripping on them trying to cash cow on um some of the people that want to buy that game over and over again so it is what it is when three come out, I might play it. So I need them to get there though. So they need to do this. Go ahead. I ain't buying it. So I think that is the key. Understanding the audience, understanding the market, and understanding where your pockets are and where you want your money to be. Do you want that to be with them or you want to be with yourself? Do you really need to spend ten dollars to upgrade your Last of Us Part Two edition? That's not gonna play much differently. Probably not. But if you want to, you can. And I think that's that. That's the best. That's the best I can see from this scenario is that they have the option, of upgrade path. But outside of that, man, everything about everything else about this is is screams cash grab. So we thought that when it yeah. first was announced. I think that now. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all give me uh y'all funds so uh, me and Deont- mainly Deontay can enjoy them uh, single player games. Exactly. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Um, and this is kind of interesting, too, because it's, it's right on this. And then we're going to probably have to end it here because uh, we're running out of time, unfortunately. Uh, charging more for games and what that truly means. The people who are talking about wanting to charge $100 for games. Um, and I think it was a few articles running around here about that and uh, testing out charging that amount of money and thinking that it was going to be a safe bet. I um, Trust me, I think the sentiment around the world right now is that um, everybody has enough of a backlog, enough games that they have already purchased that they don't really need to buy anything else right now. Like, there's so many games, good games, that have come out over the last two years that really we don't need to buy new games as they come out. There is a need for the person that is interested and hyped for that game upgrading games from $70 to $100 is going to even it's going to thin out your player base the ability to get more um to get more people in um actually on the bandwagon and it is empowering game pass to become the um defining thing I I, I really don't I really don't want that I really don't want game pass to become the the, the big you know the big player on the market. I really don't want it to be where you have to have a subscription service to be able to be creative. I want people to be able to create up, be creative, 
make good games. Um, but I find that this $100 game tax or whatever is only hitting the AAA market. I don't think it ever touched the indies or the small developers. I think they have a better understanding. I think I'm getting better fun and more engaging gameplay from the indie developers now than I am from AAA gameplay makers. Um, so I said a lot, but the key thing here is $100 games versus our backlog. Is there a justification for them to charge more for games? And Josh, I'm assuming because you, you know, you make games. What, what's, your, what's your thought on that? I mean, it's it's a lot of conversation about uh, the prices, but the the thing is, the game industry is in a in a bad spot as far as like budgets go. Um, mm-hmm. In order to make a game like God of War and other stuff, you have to spend a lot of money, and because of many different factors, the economy, inflation, all that type of stuff. The prices just keep going up every year. Uh, so if you want, if you want Last of Us Three and Last of Us Four and Ghost of Tsushima Two and Three, the cost of those games are going to keep going up, um, and companies are not going to be able to keep up because the money from the consumer, like consumers, are, you know, are spending a lot of money. But just like Spider Man uh, Two just showed, like these companies are barely breaking even. And you got like a half a billion dollar budget, and that can't keep happening. And you can't keep expecting four half a billion dollar games to come out each year, like Sony was doing at some point. And so, uh, they're gonna have to raise the price uh, in some way because they've been trying to get a lot of money from microtransactions, and that is a good way to do it. But just raising the base level price of these expensive games is just gonna. Uh, make them reach their bottom line a lot easier or a lot sooner. But um, I think it's a lot of speculation that the the consumer is not going to be able to support that. And so what can happen is they raise the price and people just accept it and they just, you know, buy the games because the quality is just so amazing. Um, mm. But this year, recently, this year and last year, is showing that that's not going to work because companies are going to are having to scale back. They're going to have to cut budgets. Like Riot just fired 11% of their staff yesterday, and League of Legends is one of the biggest franchises in the world, and they got Arcane, and they're they're really successful, but they got to cut 11% because last year they also had their biggest budget that they ever had, and they just couldn't reach the the growth that they wanted, so now they got to scale back. So I think we're going to see a whole lot of companies trying to scale back, and they're going to raise the price to help compensate we're gonna we have less employees we're raising the price and this is going to help us reach the the budget that we need uh each year to make these games i don't know if it's sustainable there's a lot of people saying that it's not a lot of industry people saying that we we might still get quality games like last of us but they're going to be a lot more um rare a lot more spread out yeah what do you think about the Game Pass formula and that providing the backbone for companies to create um, value from a smaller budget? Uh, it is definitely looking like 
Game Pass and the subscription model is going to make games like, uh, what's that Prince of Persia game that just came out? Like, they came out oh, and it's... Oh, Lost Crown? Yeah, Lost Crown. Uh, it's showing the, the mid-tier games, not the, the full AAA $70, $100 games, but the mid-tier games around $50, $60. They're, for a long time, they, they didn't exist. Like, the PS4 generation, we didn't really have, like... Uh, I mean, there are some digital games. Uh, there, there are a lot of digital games that came out for a lot cheaper, like $25. But uh, now it's making a space between $25, $30, and your your top AAA, so now we can have fifty dollar games and stuff. So the Game Pass is going to be beneficial for those mid mid sized developers who can't afford to do the Last of Us budget. Uh, but you know, there, there's a lot of negatives that come with that because now we're going to expect things to be subscription based, and um, for some developers that might hurt them, mm. help them. But so far, it, it's seeming like a good alternative to the the you know half a billion dollar budget <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking of it from that point standpoint of you know how everyone has a subscription now they can provide more creativity and hits and then provide them more money out back in when they kind of next iteration or next success story and i think it's going to impact you know the long jet the 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 um length of the video games the um the type of video games we receive and it may impact um the creativity behind them i want it to impact it in the right way so i'm 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 looking at hellblade and um avowed and all those games i'm looking at them from okay these are games that you know probably would have had already will still have come out before xbox acquired them maybe they provided a better budget for these games to kind of create on a better scale and look better um because of the game pass subscription service i'm just hoping that it's for the good and not for the bad i don't want avowed to have been a triple a game that got knocked down to medium tier because they felt as if the budget didn't align with what they wanted to make and they had to drop that service because it's coming straight on that service. They didn't want to put too money in to make it better than what it was. You know, I don't want to see the flip side of that. So I'm concerned from that standpoint. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm open to elevating some of these cheaper games to be made to a higher level simply because of the reach. So I'm, um, there's some, there's some pros and cons as you kind of stated. What's your thoughts, Jalen, before we get up out of here? Uh, so before I go into my thoughts, I want to ask y'all, how many $70 games have y'all bought? Take a poll. I have not yeah. bought a $70 game. I have bought a lot of games cheaper. But I bought one. Actually, the first Man, game I bought... Man, did you buy Demon's Souls? No. Remember, I got I be, that game... I'll be keeping track of you, man. I'll be chill out. No, 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 no. You, you. I did buy Demon Souls, but I'm pretty sure that you game on sale, right? I either got it on sale, or I had like some some way of getting it for the regular fifty nine ninety nine price. That it, oh, I oh, think wow. it was like a ten dollar coupon or something like that. That if you buy it with a PS five or something, you get like it cheaper. 
I remember buying my PS5 and not having a and not and not having that game. I don't know if I had or didn't have it, but I'm pretty sure it had like some stupid coupon with game with um Best Buy. Best Buy was oh, always wow. doing pre-order now and get ten dollars off. I know, I remember that. Yeah, before they switched you, it from my you got it um when the game came out or like the the first month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because okay. I you you didn't spend seventy, but I think like Best Buy, you know, gave them that extra ten dollars. So correct, Sony got correct. $70. I would always get it to where somebody else was fronting the the extra payment. Yes. Okay. okay, so basically, you ain't pay for you ain't get a seven you ain't pay seventy dollars uh sixty nine ninety per se. I have bought new games, but I've never paid seventy. Actually, no, that's a lie. I paid more for stupid Call of Duty. Yes, I did. Uh, that one that Josh trying to get me to get. Anyway, you um, did get okay. it. What you talking about? You oh, you got it cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I think I paid like. Uh, mm-hmm. Like fifty five, I, I got I bought a CD here, something like that. Yeah, um, yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, so I did buy Call of Duty. I bought a new game. I, I say that I, I bought a new game. I, I paid quote unquote seventy. I bought a I bought a seventy dollar game, brand new. Did I take seventy dollars on my wallet? No, but um, I did when it first came out. What about you, Josh? So games that were originally priced at seventy dollars, I've got. I've only gotten two since the this generation started, which was Call of Duty and um uh oh shit, I forgot the name. What the, about Armor uh, Core? Sci fi uh no the sci fi space game, uh Dead Space uh like game. Callisto Protocol. Oh Callisto, Callisto Protocol. Protocol and um Call of Duty were the only games that were seventy dollars MSRP. Like I didn't, I paid less for a uh, Callisto Protocol, but the game was still priced at the you know full price. Uh, but no, Armor Core, Street Fighter, Resident Evil, um, pretty much every other game that I bought was not seventy dollars. They were all uh fifty nine ninety nine. That's why I switched to PC because I could always find them for like forty five ish. You know, okay. that's when I started switching. To some PC games on PC have been like. Yeah, fifty nine on PC and seventy on console. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, the, so yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess just to answer your question real quick. I mean, I, I feel like you know we get older, it's less time, uh, money starts to be a little bit more important and stuff like that. And paying seventy dollars for a game, I mean, it's cool, but again, my 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 same sentence is still like valid, uh, like. You know, we've seen back in the PS4 all the glitchiness in the games and stuff like that, and I ain't got time for ships to be disappearing or stuff again. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> so, I just feel like the quality of the games, theoretically, they're getting better, right? Because they're graphically improved, all that type of stuff. But, like, subjectively, I don't feel like the quality is necessarily getting better because some of the games lack stability sometimes um sometimes they put out undone products and stuff you know they want to update the game all that type of stuff so i don't i mean i haven't i only got one seventy dollar game in this whole generation that's because y'all y'all was gonna choke slam me if i ain't get the call of duty so uh, i feel like i feel like that one shouldn't come what y'all think like man what you talking about but um no, I just don't. I i, I can't see myself paying seven dollars for a game if they want to go up in a price and stuff like that um again y'all know where my value reside you know what i'm saying if it's like a multiplayer game like something that's a little bit seamless potentially and stuff like that but like especially for single player 
one and done games. We had talked about the DLCs and stuff. They always want to have season passes. You're not getting a full game, quote unquote. Um, it's just not justifiable and going up on a price is not going to be justifiable. Um, I think they just better off doing microtransactions, to be honest with you, because at this point in time, my PlayStation, I had PlayStation Plus in a while and I game on the free games and stuff like that. So therefore, I got some flexibility on how I want to spend my money and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I, I'm indulging a microtransaction every now and again, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, I ain't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta find it worthy and stuff like that. Not to be like, hey man, we pulled this away from you because we changed our mind and we want you to spend some cheese on it. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If there's something like that and I can't do it, so. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, uh, I think the I think the the backlog is an issue for them for for the game industry as a whole. I don't think I don't think there's many people that buy new games out there just off the strength anymore. And we're definitely not trusting of the 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 the, the ability to deliver a solid gaming experience first day. So there's so many things and problems with them charging more for games that are not complete and not, you know it's going to be harder and harder for them to break new IPs and things like that. So I just find it a slippery slope. The first up, the first, you know, upcharge was tough to swallow and I haven't bought a game for that price since. And I used to buy 59.99 games pretty frequently, like maybe like four times a year, maybe like five, probably more. But, um, it just not for that. It's not been that case. We had one of the best gaming years last year, and like I avoided a lot. So, you know, it is what it is. I think they have to understand where their market is, but you know, I don't think they will. But uh, we've been talking quite a bit, so we're gonna have to wrap it up. Anything else good for the for the group? Anything y'all wanted to say before we get up out of here? Uh, I'm gonna give a, a premature RIP to Suicide Squad because um, they yeah. dropped their their uh, DLC roadmap for the, yeah. the first year, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> the DLC character is a uh, Joker. He looks a lot. It's not the Arkham Joker because uh, they call it an Elseworld, which is kind of like a um, alternate version of the Joker. I don't know if it's a different dimension or, or mm. how they explain it. Uh, but he kind of looks like the uh, su- uh, what's his name, Jared Leto Joker from Suicide Squad, just like um, a little bit, you know, change their own version. But he's he's thin, he's young, um, he's gonna be the DLC character, a part of the story, and might have his own little missions. And then they said they're gonna be other characters. I think four characters in the first year. Uh, so I'm surprised about that. I wasn't actually expecting more characters for that game, um, but. It is just, I think the marketing is the issue. The, well, one of the many issues, but like, the, I think the Joker coming back to the Arkham game should be a big deal, but it seems like it was super like under the radar. And the game comes out in a couple of weeks. So uh, it's not looking good, in my opinion. <laughs> nope. Mm, and, and, and I, I mean, yeah, I agree totally. But uh, what can you do? <laughs> That's like I, I really feel like that is like one of the, gonna be one of the biggest disappointments in a very long time for me because I really like Rocksteady and um, I already see the writing on the walls. So, but all right, 
thank you guys for listening. If you got to this part, you're a real OG. I want to thank you. I appreciate you. And I do see you guys always tuning in and enjoying the content. So tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And um, we will be back next week in full effect. Um, but yeah, more topics, more things to talk about. We We kind of unfortunately ran out of time this time, but we're going to get to those time, things next week. Again, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to y'all next time. Peace.